Hey there, welcome to Wednesday and to Radio Headspace. It's, you guessed it, Dora. In yesterday's episode, I shared about being in a season of loneliness. And today, I wanted to explore what it means to be alone. Now, feeling lonely and being alone are two different experiences. I think we've all had that urge or desire when we just need time to be with ourselves. It feels much different than when we experience loneliness and that overwhelming feeling of isolation and disconnection. Loneliness creates this illusion of separation, whereas aloneness reminds us we're always connected and we have the choice to disconnect once in a while to recharge. From what I've learned, being alone can be a time of great insight, a time of deep reflection and even inspiration On my quest to understand what fruits aloneness can bear, I came across a book by author and priest Henry Nouwen. His book, Out of Solitude, speaks about the meaning we can find in being alone and how an intentional lonely place can be a birthplace of intimacy with ourselves. And this had me thinking about what solitude can teach us. It can teach us how to care, how to be in community, and most importantly, how to be who we are. Case in point, the other day, I was walking to go get a coffee. As I was stopped at the intersection waiting to cross the street, a woman in a bright pink shirt started talking to me. First, she was talking about her coffee order and how she always gets the same thing. And then she started talking about learning to love being alone. Her favorite solo pastime was taking herself to the beach to read, eat fruit, and journal. From doing this alone, she's found that she's starting to love herself and enjoy her presence so much more. The woman on the street that day watered the seed that was in me to start venturing out on my own. For instance, a few weeks ago, I got back from my first solo adventure to Mallorca, Spain. And these solo trips are something that I want to continue to cultivate as long as I can. So if you're wanting to spend more time alone and don't know where to start or how to do it, here are a few things I've learned along the way. Number one, this may sound harsh, but nobody cares that you're doing things by yourself. My biggest fear when I decided to go for a solo movie date was that people would be looking at me and judging me, and that could not be further from the truth. In fact, there were people at the movie theater who were alone, just like me. So notice any judgments that you may have that could be creating even more fear around the idea of being alone. Number two, set an intention. Why are you wanting to be alone? What are you hoping to experience? For me, my desire to be alone came from the need to experience more of myself. We live in a world that can create a false sense of connection, especially if you use social media. We're inundated with information, stories, news, pictures, and videos, and it can be really hard to hear ourselves, especially after being online. So set that intention of what you would like to experience by being alone and allow it to guide you. And finally, number three, start with small things. 
Maybe it's as small as going for a walk or getting lunch by yourself. Doing smaller, everyday things can help you warm up to the idea of going to a movie or even doing solo traveling. When we make time for introspection and rest, away from other people, we can think without interruptions and have space to contemplate and find beauty, not just in the world, but in our relationships waiting to be cultivated when we rejoin the people in our lives. And just so you know, in the Headspace app, there's a meditation called Alone Time that can set the stage for rest and recovery after a long day. Also, I'm so open to hearing about your own alone adventures. So find me over on Instagram at Dora Kamau if you'd like to share your story or ask me any more questions about my own journey. Take care, be well, and I'll see you back here soon. <laughs>